Hey friends, once again, it's uh, your technical minded, your technical minded channel, okay? Your tech information channel. Okay, so over the last lot of past podcasts, we have covered quite a bit to do with uh, computer security. We've covered that not every computer is 100% secure. But there are a few simple ways, friends, on giving yourselves some protection. Okay, and the reason they say some protection is because we know, as technical minded people, that no device is 100% secure. Some devices are vulnerable, some are easier than others. We know that individuals come across problems that their phones have been tapped or their phones aren't performing the usual way that they normally do. And we know that some people using their tablets tonight on their computers, all of a sudden their devices are starting to go slow. And we know that there's not everybody out there understands about computer security or cybercrime. So I'm going to try to make it simple for the basic user. So there is ways to secure your device from hackers. There is ways to make it harder for people to get access to your systems. And cyber security is critical for businesses of all sizes, whether it's a small business or medium or large. It's also important for individuals that are maybe politicians, MLAs, or maybe keeping information on their systems that they don't want peeping eyes getting their hands on. So we're going to give you a few tips, okay, a few simple tips. First of all, before you say to yourself, well I've got nothing on my system, who cares, sure I can wipe the hard drive and start again. The problem is, friends, if you don't have your system set up to the best of your ability in the first place, if you don't have your system set up that your hard drives can't be encrypted with a piece of malicious code where you can't get it off, there is more places in a computer that viruses can be stored. They can be stored in your memory, your RAM. They can be stored in your motherboard. They can be stored on your hardware. You gotta keep that in mind. Now, some hackers are criminals. They gain unauthorized access to a network and device, usually with the intent to steal sensitive data, such as financial information or company secrets. You can protect your computer by using firewalls and antivirus software, and by following the best practice for computer uses. You also can protect your mobile devices by turning off Bluetooth when it's not in use. Being mindful of the Wi-Fi networks you connect to and using security applications to improve monitoring and protection of your system. Okay, so I don't need to explain to you what computer hackers are or the different types, okay? But I can give you a few tips on types of hacking that can help Financial crimes, vandalism, 
Okay, where a hacker has his own sculpture. So some hackers may want to vandalize certain websites just to show off to the other hackers. Okay, or maybe take it down or they someone think it's a laugh and cause damage. You also have corporate exploits. Spying exists a long time before the internet and hacking has made many many more accessible to everyday persons of much of the world with the connect to the internet. Okay, so most people understand vulnerabilities. Okay. Most people understand weakness. And most people understand the word secure. And some people understand security. Okay? So first your first offence is use a firewall. Now Windows and Mac OSs have built in firewall software, so is Linux. Designed to create a barrier between your information and the outside world. Firewalls prevent unauthorized access to your business network and alert you to any intrusion attempts. So basically a firewall will have a log where it'll, it'll let you know exactly what's going on if you read it. Now first of all you need to make sure your firewall is enabled before you go online. You also can purchase a hardware firewall from companies. Okay. Depending on your broadband router, which also has a built-in firewall that protects your network, which I believe is an SP1 firewall that's basically on, was on Windows 7. Okay. Depending on the router you use, some third-party routers do have DOS protection. A lot of internet service providers, uh, hubs do not have a big DOS protection built-in. Some of them do and some of them don't. Okay. Also, your internet service provider hub comes by default settings, where universal plug and play is turned on. Where you press this magic button on your router without typing on a password, and you can connect the device. Friends, you want to turn it off. And you also want to consider changing your details of the hub, because you've got to query it and say to yourself, well, does my ASP that sent me the hub out also have the password to get into the hub. Okay, so we know what a firewall is. It's like a door, a solid door that blocks and protects your data, okay? We also know that firewalls filter your data going in and out. And we also understand that a firewall has got a database built in. Okay, where Dragon is malicious traffic. But we also understand that there is ways of writing to a firewall and hackers would also be aware of that. You want to consider installing an antivirus software. Okay. Computer viruses and malware are everywhere. Antivirus programs such as, these are examples, Bitdefender, Onda, Free Antivirus, Malware Bytes and Avost. Also you have AVG and Norton. Norton is actually well recommended. Antivirus software plays a major role in protecting your system by detecting real-time threats to ensure your data is safe. Some advanced antivirus programs provide automatic updates, further protecting your machine from new viruses that emerge every day. So after you install an antivirus program, don't forget to use it or run it or schedule it to run every so often. 
you also want to install an anti-spyware program. Now, you don't have to run it in real time. Okay? Even though antivirus programs will remove a certain amount of spyware, I would recommend that you install a good, decent anti-spyware package. Spyware is a special kind of software that secretly monitors and collects personal or unauthorized information. It is designed to be hard to detect and difficult to remove, and tends to deliver unwanted ads or search results that are intended to direct you to certain malicious websites. And unfortunately today on social media, quite a lot of people still click on links. They don't understand that you can put a small image file and hide it within that link or that video which all can work quietly, okay? And uh, can send information to a third party. Now this is not about making you paranoid, this is about securing your system so that when your device suddenly doesn't work, you're not working. Or you are working and you don't have a lot of money to waste on getting it repaired. Or you don't know how to reset it or you don't know how to do a clean install. Of course, us tech, technical minded people take it for granted because we know how to do it. But there again, we learnt the hard way. Some spyware records every keystroke, okay, to access your passwords and other financial information. Anti-spyware uh, concentrates exclusively on the threat but is often included in a major antivirus program, the Lego web route, on Norton and etc. So, Spyware Blaster is one that comes to mind. Uh, there's also quite a number of different ones out there. Okay, so type in Spyware programs and have a wee read up about them. And hopefully before we end this podcast, I'll be able to give you a few names. Also use complex passwords. And using a secure password is the most important way to prevent network intrusions. The more secure your passwords are, the harder it is for a hacker to invade your system. More secure often means longer and more complex. Use a password that has, an, sorry, that has at least 8 characters and a combination of numbers, uppercases and lowercase letters and computer symbols. Hackers have an arsenal of tools to break short and easy passwords in minutes. John the Ripper is one of the oldest password crackers but there's quite a number of hacker tools out there and when people start learning them well then they start using them okay so don't be using dataverse also use a password manager and also i would recommend that you use if you go to DuckDuckGo search engine now a lot of people use that because it doesn't track your keywords when you're typing in a lot of people say google tracks everything you type in which is correct for the search engines and their metal tags and etc. So, even if you use a password generator and use a password manager, and don't use the same password for every account, you should be quite safe. Not, not but at least keep your OS, your operating system, your apps and your browsers up to date, okay? Because unfortunately, whether you're using Firefox, Brave, or Opera, or a secure browser, 
Unfortunately, sometimes they do become vulnerable, and sometimes it takes a bit of time for that particular uh, developer to produce a patch. Okay, so always keep them up to date. So keep your operating system, your apps, and your browsers up to date. Most updates include security fixes that prevent hackers from accessing and not exploiting their data. The same goes for apps. You also want to ignore spam emails, okay? Beware of emails, messages from unknown parties, and never click on links or open attachments that accompany them in the inbox. Spam folders. Spam folders have gotten pretty good at catching the most spam and conspiracy person out, okay? Also, if you are receiving an email, ask yourself, what does this person know about computers? What does this person know about attacking themselves before you open it? Because if one of your so-called friend's computers become infected, every email she sends out, or he sends out, will infect every one of your contacts. Back up your computer. If your business isn't already backed up, backing, sorry, if your business is not already backing up your hard drive, you should begin doing so immediately. Back up your information and keep it in a safe place. Whether you use it in the clouds, encrypted, or we have it in external hard drive encrypted, always back it up. And also scan it. Shut it down. Many businesses, especially those operating on a web server, are all systems go all the time. If you're not operating a complex internet-based company, however, switch off your machine overnight or during long stretches when you're not working. Okay? Use fertilization. Not everyone needs to take this route, but if you visit sketchy websites, expect to be bombarded with spyware and viruses. While the best way to avoid browser intrusions is to stay clear of unsafe sites. Fertilization allows you to run your browser in a sandbox environment, okay? And I used a sandbox environment many years ago. Where basically, if you use Hitman Pro Alert, and you're willing to pay out actually a few pound friends that is worth it, because Hitman Pro Alert will protect every browser that you use. It'll put a sandbox right around the outside of it, and it prevents your system from getting infected. Secure your network. Routers don't usually come with the high security settings enabled, okay? So when setting up your network, log into your router and set up a password using a secure encrypted setup. This prevents intruders, intruders from infiltrating your network and messaging, messing about your settings. I learned the hard way of that one because many years ago I didn't have a wireless key on my system. And a lot of people were getting free internet access. Okay, so if your hub is not secure, now if you're using certain ISPs and you were to go to your search engine tonight, for example, and you were to type the name in and type in the default passwords, you will get the address that you put in your address bar. It starts at 192.167.0.1 or something similar. The word admin and the word password when you're in and you can turn their settings off and you can mess with it. So check that your hub's secure.
right down the name of your hub or your reader. Some people call it the reader, I call it the hub. Write the name down. Do a bit of research on it, on typing the full passwords. And also do a bit of research on typing how do you, how, how do you hack it. And you'd be surprised how many ways there is to hack it. Use a two-factor application. Okay? Which basically means if your account or someone logs into it, you will get an email. Where it'll say, did you log into this account? on the name of the device. If it wasn't you, click no, go straight into your account and change your password. Use encryption. The government don't like encryption. They hate it. Okay, they have broken a few encryptions in the past. I believe Telegram was one. And I believe they broke it because they have a very, very good decrypting too. Okay, so don't think for one minute that they don't know what encryption is. Okay, even if cyber criminals gain access to your network and files, encryption can prevent them from accessing any of the information. You can encrypt your Windows or Mac hard drive with BitLogger. Now, some devices will not be compatible to run BitLogger on it, okay? But some of the, the newer devices will be. So if yours is compatible, for example, if you're using Windows 10 and you go to your settings and you click on BitLogger, It'll tell you whether it's compatible or not. If you're using a Mac, use File Vault. File Vault is built into the Macs. Encrypt on a USB flash drive that contains sensitive information and use a virtual private network to encrypt web traffic. One shop encrypted websites you can spot them immediately by the HTTPS in the address bar. So, top of your address bar, friends. You should see for a secure website you're going to. First thing you should see is HTTPS. The S stands for encryption. Okay. And it should be, it should also be accompanied by a closed padlock icon. Now, that would cover your Windows 10 computer, your Macs, your MacBooks. Linux distros, you can't encrypt them. They're an open source platform. You also can use tools to harden your Linux. I'll give you one example, SSH Guard, which will prevent brute force attacks. Okay? And there's also in Mint Linux, there's a EFU firewall pulled in. Turn it on. There's also quite a number of firewalls in the package managers that if you're happy with, you can learn how to use them and you can put them on. So let's talk about mobiles. Okay, most people have one. How do you secure your mobile, your phone from hackers? Okay, now I always said that you're only as good as the person you're up against. Okay, so you definitely don't want to be telling people what you use to protect your phone. By all means, if you come across an app and you've tested it out and you say you really trust them, and you want to say, look, friend, I've used this, this will help you, okay? By all means, do it. But remember when you do that, the change, don't stick the same one all the time, switch about. Because if someone happens to see it, they're using a certain program regular, they might try to find a way on how to hack it, okay? So, how to secure your phone from hackers? 
So to, to secure your mobile devices, you need to take different security measures uh, than you would to secure a computer, okay? What they recommend, the experts, is turn off your Bluetooth. When you're not using Bluetooth, turn it off. Keeping your Bluetooth on, okay? The doormat opens on the back door for computer hackers. Even though the health ministers and we're told about this magic app, and it works by Bluetooth from pinging from one phone to the other. Friends, you're not using Bluetooth, turn it off. Go to YouTube, type in, how do I hack Bluetooth? Now, the law says there's no harm in learning, but you don't do it. I would not advise anyone to even try hacking someone's Bluetooth because you're breaking the law. Do not do it. Okay? So I understand how it's done. And by me understanding how it's done, I can say to you, when you're not using it, turn it off. Do not use unsecured public Wi-Fi. Of course, if you're using a virtual private network, you've got some protection, okay? If you don't have a virtual private network on your system, that's not coming from the 14 A's, okay? Some people use virtual private networks in the UK. Personally, I would avoid them because I can assure you there's a slight possibility that the government may have a backdoor key. Okay, so do not use unsecure public Wi-Fi. Password-free, widely used Wi-Fi networks have no security features. As such, they're prime targets for computer hackers. And a guy could be sitting with a laptop with a piece of software rolling, and even if you're sitting on the train, he could find out every device that's sitting on it, unsecure, and he can get access to the thing you know. You'll not see your mouse move. You'll not see your screen move. Okay. Good hackers, doesn't work like that. Get a security app on your phone. Install a security app on your phone, just as you should install a firewall, antivirus software, or anti-spyware package on your computer. Popular options include Avost, Calspray, mobile antiviruses, and Bitdefender. Also use a better passcode. Unlock codes like 0000 and 1234 are too easy to remember. But they are also easy to guess. Up out for a random generated six number passcode. So if you happen to leave your phone down or happen to drop out of your pocket, there's less chance of someone getting access to it. Switch off autocomplete on your mobile. Okay, autocomplete is a feature that guesses what you're typing and completes the word. Phrases are all their information for you. Why, why this way it is convenient, this tool why this tool is convenient, it also hands out your email addresses, mailing addresses, phone numbers, and other important information to hackers. What's it all? Clear your browser history. Your mobile web browser has a browser history too. Clear it often, including cookies and catch files, to give hackers as little as information as possible to work with if they do break into your phone. Okay, so then some simple solutions that you can take tonight to protect yourselves, okay? Now, there is security tips for creating a safe home office. We'll cover them sometime this year. How to tell if your computer is infected. I have covered some podcasts in the past. Sometimes there is a sign and sometimes there is not. It depends on how good 
this, the person is that's got access to your system. Also, the best antivirus software for businesses, remote workers, okay? Is your antivirus software really protecting you? Now, friends, if you go to your search engine and type in what is the top 10 antivirus software, PC World is a recommended site by Secure Site. And they do a lot of penetration and testing multivirus programs. Okay, some guys will basically find a list of bad websites that most browsers should block. And they will install a piece of software and they will put it through this test. And what they'll do is they'll put each one of them sites and they'll paste it in their test bar and they'll see how many antivirus programs actually block it. There are some weak ones out there. Antivirus softwares can protect you, okay, your system from all types of malicious attacks such as computer worms, phishing attempts, trojans, and other malware. Nonetheless, antivirus software isn't the only protection businesses need to stay secure. Cyber attacks can come from anywhere, with many designed to bypass antivirus software, believe it or not. Okay, so to help your business stay safe, you need to be thinking in this line. Insider threats, okay? Now, insider threats could be a person that maybe has something on a USB key. Maybe the company has sacked them one time, give them a hard time, and all he's got to do is plug it into a machine and the whole network is infected. One thing antivirus software can protect you from are insider threats. These types include cyber attacks from employees, and often outsiders infiltrate the system through compromised employee accounts. Okay? And this would go to political parties. Okay, this would go to political parties. Okay? If you have a certain amount of uh, political people and uh, you have an office and you're discussing maybe important topics or you want to share information from your computer, make sure your employees' computers are also protected, okay? Because if they are not protected, your network can also be vulnerable. And this isn't to scare you, this is a fact. And I have spent many years studying this stuff. Now, my computers are not 100% secure, but 75-80% is better than 10%. It's better than no percentage, okay? Because you want to make it as hard as possible for people. You know, some people call themselves hackers. And some, some people just use maybe a program or two they've learned how to use. To me, they're not hackers, okay? So when you understand how these tools operate and what they're for, then you understand how they get in, and you, you understand then how to try and stop them. I have covered in the past GRC uh, Shields Up website where you can there again go to your search bar tonight type on Shields Up it's a safe secure system run by Steve Gibson GRC and I can assure you something this guy is an expert this guy is an expert this guy is that good going back years ago his systems were being hacked and he took half of the boat net off on the hackers where the guy pleaded with him 
Take care of them. All right. Let's hope it is. Let's get it done good. That is not a dream. Okay, so why a naughty virus program will give advertising? It's not. It'll not. You know, people put naughty virus programs in their system, and they don't even look at the advanced settings. Well, there's a few other wee uh, places you can tweak them and make them a wee bit more secure. Some multi-virus programs have uh, firewalls and all have uh, advanced settings where you can block remote access if you don't need it. So just to give you an idea. Okay, so why multi-virus programs can attack network systems from compromised devices? Okay. Unprotected computers, tablets, and smartphones can affect protected systems. And this is what I'm saying. Okay, so for an example, you have a protected computer, and you've done everything that you can to protect it. And your business sends you an email, and his computer is not protected, and you open it. You've wasted your time. Your computer automatically then becomes vulnerable. Okay. And that's why I always open the email headers to see where the email came from. Do a wee bit of work before I decide to even open them. So, you have to keep your eyes open. Okay, and another thing is, if you are running a business, or you are running a a political, uh, if you are running a political party, you want to keep this in mind. Okay, you want to really keep this in mind. For instance, an employee that's working for you brings in their personal device to work. Our guest connects their devices to the network you're using, which might have, which might not have an antivirus installed and attach them to cooperative Wi-Fi system. This means your business has to take a greater command and minimizing risk on protecting their system. So basically what they're saying, and this is from the experts, if you're on the business and your business computer is secure, and one of your employees happens to bring our mobile phone to work, and brings it to Stormy, for that matter, and connects up to the, the Wi-Fi that Stormy has provided, <laughs> there's a good chance the Stormy system, the government system, could be compromised, because she's using it, and if her device is infected, the payload's going on to your system. And don't take my word for it, do your research. The experts also say, <coughs> even if a system has an antivirus software, they're not immune to advanced persistent threats, APT attacks, and much malware, maliciously employed programs so they can pass on the target. When this happens, businesses suffer commercially as the APT causes enormous damage to the network. Okay, now, a common example of APT is when malware is disgusted as a routine business communication, such as sending or receiving emails. But the most common type of malware today is known as remote access trojan, RAT, R-A-T. Now, RAT, remote access, was used in me many years ago. Okay, and also a friend thought he was having a bit of fun when we were having a voice conversation and he kept disappearing. 
and he was using rat remote to see how good I was. <laughs> right? But lucky for me, I had what they call an intrusion detection set up. So basically every time he used it, it terminated his connection. Okay? It's called an underground digital. Okay? That's all I'm saying. It's not illegal. I use it for the defend myself. Now, what's this rat, uh, rat remote access trojan? The intruder outside of a network remotely operates an affected computer. Without a network to connect internal data, he said, rat infiltrates a network in advance through your email messages, for instance, but does not immediately begin the attack. Afterwards, when the attack begins, the content of the communication does not contain middleware itself, and the traffic isolated with the remote operation is, is almost always encrypted. The activity and the difficult to discover using conventional antivirus software on authorized intrusion detection systems. Now, unknown malware on the list could go on, friends. Okay, the list could go on. Now, although antivirus programs can't completely protect the business system, that doesn't mean they are not necessarily. Okay, so what I basically try to do is find the best I can afford. And because I've studied this for quite a number of years, and because I watch all the time all the new ones coming out, okay, I know that they design them every day in the week. And I know that no matter how good we are, it's almost possible to slip up, even me, okay? But because I've learned it, I like to share it with you, okay? So, it doesn't mean that you're using your mobile now, you go to your mommy and say, Mommy, I need to get an antivirus program on because a technical made a town piece of care one said it Even if you use a free one and you can't afford to do one, it's better than nothing. Okay? Now it doesn't mean that you go out and you pay an arm and a leg for an antivirus program and then put it on and say, ah nobody can touch me. Friends, there's a lot more to it. Unfortunately devices and operating systems have services. Okay? So I'll give you an example. If you're using Windows 10 Okay, you have a number of services there for a reason. Some are turned off because Microsoft have released a patch on, on turned off remote registry settings as an example. Years ago it was owned by default. Then eventually it was left a manual. Okay, and of course people don't really know because how many people today are going to study all the services in Windows 10? I done it because I went down a road with guys attacking me, that it basically uh, was either learn or get beat, okay, so that's how I learned. I also, when Windows XP was out, as I've said before, every time I got an update, uh, because I was going through what I want, and I've done my true story on the internet, uh, where I said I learned the hard way, and I'm still learning today, and some people say, well PC Caremont, how good are you? I would say, I'm only as good as those I'm up against, okay? Which basically means that you could be smarter, okay? Because I wouldn't be a fool to say I know it all. But what I can say to you is I know how cybercrime works. I know how networks are penetrated. And as every day I learn, I put it into practice. I'll make it that way bit more secure. That's what I would say to you. I'm a learner. Okay, so don't get rid of your antivirus program just yet. 
Okay, so basically, friends, it's common sense. Uh, it's common sense because even though you have apps pre-installed on your phone, you have to realize something. When you go to your Play Store on an Android, you get your updates. The reason you get your updates is because the developer decides to push out an update to improve it for performance and also to keep it secure. And your apps are sitting on your phone even when you're not using them. They're communicating with the Play Store. That's how you know when you've got updates. Same as on an Apple Store. Of course, Google is supposed to be checking every app. Of course, Apple is supposed to be checking every app. But if you do some research and type in Apple, com, Apple mobile phones and hacked, you'll be quite surprised the information you read up. But an app has slipped through one way or another and it has infected so many mobiles. Okay, friends? So, just a few tips on your devices. Even some smart TVs now come with uh, anti-virus programs on them. So, you own the device, you control it. Now, if you want to really learn more, because I'm going to show you I'm learning every day, whether it's penetration, whether it's different programs that they use, different ways and methods. Even when the elections come out there and they mention the software, I've done a bit of research on it. And because it's software, it can be programmed to do what they want it to do. Okay? I'm not saying that someone programmed it for the DS or DL, but what I'm saying is software can be programmed. It's as simple as that. That's how it's designed. Uh, also, in a lot of childware software, there's what you call timers. Okay? Where years ago, guys used to go in and operate the timer. So it was set for 30 days. They were able to go in and change it when they got an all 30 days free. So that'll give you an idea on some of the things, okay? So is your software, antivirus software, ready to protect your business? Okay, is your device secure? Is your mobile secure? Okay, friends, so I appreciate those that are listening in. As I've said many times, friends, look. There's probably guys sitting here tonight, no trouble, but I know, okay? But what I want to concentrate on is a number of things. One, to keep your device secure, because if your device is secure, if your device passwords are more secure than what they normally would be, that makes it harder for criminals to get access to your data. And by doing that, then that makes it harder for your device to become vulnerable. That's one less bulknet that they're going to use. It's also, you could be retired and listening to this. You mightn't have the money to go to a phone shop and pay £50 or £100 to get it repaired. And by a few simple measures, it's going to save you money, it's going to give you privacy and protection. If you're going to add every phone number and everybody that wants you to add them and give out your number to everybody well then you've only got yourself to blame if one of them so-called friends becomes an enemy okay so don't give out information unless you really trust that person it's as simple as that and if you are going to give out a number make sure it's not registered to you uh, okay well it's nice to have friends on social media 
It's also nice to be wise to protect ourselves. So if I could save you a few pounds just by sharing this information that I learned, I'm still learning, well then I've done some good. Obviously I'm not going to start throwing out third party advertisement for you, okay, because I believe in freedom of choice. There is some device programs out there I wouldn't even put on my system because I don't think they're any good. But that's not up for me to tell you not to use a certain program. Okay, so I try to find something that's got a good database built on it. I try to find something that the experts would recommend to be top-notch because they have tested it. Okay, so obviously you can only use what you can afford. But unfortunately, there's a lot of people tonight don't even have an antivirus program on. They're Windows 7. If you're using Windows 10, then you will have Windows 10 security product. And uh, according to GRC website, Steve, uh, he did say in the past that if you're using Windows 10 antivirus program, you don't need another antivirus program unless you really, 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 really want to. Okay, so basically what I'm saying is, as far as I understand, he said that it was, I believe he's happy enough with Windows 10 antivirus. In the old days, I wouldn't have used it because Microsoft, in my opinion, uh, I wasn't happy with their Windows Defender. But Windows 10 seems to be pretty good. If you do a bit of research on Windows 10 antivirus program, and you're using Windows 10 antivirus and it's turned on, and you've got it updated, uh, well then you should be okay. Now, a few standalone tools uh, you can use. So if you, if you, if you, you could also use uh, Spyware Blaster, but not run in real time. Okay, there's a couple other ones out there, standalone tools. If you go to computerbeeps, I think it is, .com, or computerhope.com, sorry, I think it is. Computerhope.com, there's quite a number of these standalone tools there. Now, I'm not saying the failure your operating system with a load of standalone tools. But you definitely want to consider an anti-spyware program because even though anti-spyware is built into some anti-virus programs, you'd be surprised sometimes if you do pick something up. Okay, so I'm sorry for the keep of the podcast so long, but I just thought it was important to share it with you. And uh, there again, I might uh, save somebody a few pounds. I know by doing something similar like this in the past, uh, there has been people said to me, Do you know PC Caremont, before I met you, I was getting viruses every day, and thank God I'm not getting any now because I've learned that a wee bit more. So if there's something out there you know, but I don't, feel free to share it because I also listen to other tech podcasts. Because it could be something there to guys are sharing and I pick up that I didn't know. So it's all about keeping your eyes on the ball and thinking outside the box. It's not about knowing it all. Because I can assure you something. No matter how long we are at technology, nobody will know it all. Okay friends, thanks very much for tuning in and uh, I hope I haven't put you to sleep. Obviously for people that already know about this, you'll probably find it boring. But we've got to think of the people that don't know about it. Okay? 
So if you're sitting there yourself, I watch PC Care Mama talk about hacking this and hacking that. There's other guys that do that, friends, on YouTube. Be my guest and uh, listen in, because it is a way of learning. I don't myself, and I still do it. Okay, thanks a million for listening, and I really appreciate it. Here's a favourite, friends. Uh, it's not a popularity protest here. Or console, or, it's not a popularity that I might gain successful points, so listen to PC Kermont. It's about sharing the information that we'll put out, because this could help your granny. This could help someone. You know, maybe somebody's using the mobile and thought that they're automatically secure. I have heard people send to me before, well, I use a MacBook, I'm secure. Them days are gone, friends. When the Macs come out, yes, there was very few viruses, but if you go to your search engine tonight and type in Mac viruses, you'll be very surprised. And in fact, to be honest with you, there's actually Trojans out now for Linux, okay? Because a certain group is starting to uh, target Linux. Where we would have said in the past that it was secure. Now, what I will say is, I reckon Linux is more secure than Windows. Uh, I'd like someone to disagree with me here. Uh, but the days where the Mac was 100% secure with no viruses, them days are gone, friends. Unfortunately, that's a mobile television. And I think my chip on it now can be vulnerable because guys study it to see how it's built and then they study the weaknesses okay so if it saves us a couple of quid well then we've done something useful feel free to make your comments and feel free to add on to it what I've said there's something there you need to add on to go to www.pccaremont.webs.com go to YouTube I think I've opened up the comments if not I will and uh you will hear it on Spotify, iTunes, and Anchor FM, what we're using at the moment too. Okay, friends, thanks a million. As I say, I appreciate it. Guys, keep your eyes on the uh, girls. Keep your eyes, those are technically united, keep your eyes on cyber attacks because there's a remote access one out. It's been out for a while now. And uh, for some reason or another, different countries are starting to target the network. And what I can say is to the guys that's uh, studying for vulnerabilities, good job, because you are actually attacking us too. And I'd like to say thank you. Okay, friends, thanks very much.